The following podcast has been paid for by the IWC. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is me. And we're back in the IWC Nation Studios Compound Podcast Experience. Thunder rolls, everything happens, and we have a special guest with us. He is our dear, dear friend and co-host, the BBC, David Michael Downs. Welcome, David. Hello. Hello. We haven't heard from David. Go ahead. I just want to bring something up here real quick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been on Facebook at all today, but there's a stupid thing going around where it's raised like a block of color like it could be blue or green or whatever and once you kind of start scrolling on it it keeps growing it just goes you know the color just keeps growing and growing longing and eventually it takes up your entire fucking facebook page you know and you have to basically close all the browser to get into something different and i just want to say that to whoever made that your, your mom's a hoe <laughs> she is she's like a big ass hoe <laughs> Um, let's see. So, uh, your mom's a hoe. We know that much. Big hoe. Guys, uh, did you happen to watch that pay-per-view yesterday? I did. There are like three. You have to be more specific. Okay, did you happen to watch that AEW pay-per-view yesterday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally did, yeah. I did. It was delicious. I I I think it was worth every penny, personally. Uh, it sure had, um, wrestling, uh, internet... Or the IWC, as it were, not us, but the IWC that the nation uh, is a part of. Uh, it it really in their feelings. No, everything. Everybody that bitches about it was was flipping out about it. I'm pretty sure that's the exact reaction they anticipated, and it's 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 hilarious. And on top of it, especially because Jericho may be super old. But he's still putting on good matches. He hasn't had one bad match. No, and we're gonna we're gonna get to as we go on in this podcast why Jericho makes more sense than Paige right now. Yes, yes. Um, but we will get there. Let's start off with the women's battle royale. David, Jason, what did you think of this match? Um, I semi watched it last night after the show when I was fairly drunk. And it seemed decent enough, but maybe a little sloppy. Yeah, there was parts that were, but... Uh, excuse me. But, overall, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. And, I, you know, I liked seeing ODB come out and... Shake her tits? Yeah. Well, I also liked seeing Priscilla Kelly and... Um, there was just a few... Teal, Teal Piper? Yeah. Even though she didn't do too much? I liked Brandy hitting the stunner. I thought that was good. David, did you enjoy the women's battle royale? Uh, I can't expect too much from those. There was big clusterfucks for the sake of getting people on the card, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it was funny. It's, you know, basically what you expect. Uh, it served, it served purpose. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's about right. Um, they gave it a C plus here on Bleacher Report. I, I feel like that's fine. Yeah. Um, Nyla Rose is your winner. Uh, she will go on to face the winner of a match later on the card. I just want to say real quick, all you guys that are wasting your time, like, harassing her, get a life, man. 
because. Well, it seems like every your time opinion it... of whether she's a woman or or not does not matter. Uh, she's a woman, and <coughs> she's billed as a woman's wrestler. Therefore, she can wrestle for the women's championship. End of fucking story. You guys don't remember China? I'm sorry. She may have been an actual woman, but she looked like a fucking man. What about Nicole Bass? Okay, yeah, there you go. Well, they didn't do much with Nicole Bass. Truly, truly was a man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have to agree. Like, here's the thing that I've noticed is most of the people that have to point out that, oh, well, the AEW women's title will be uh, decided in an intergender match and all this stuff. It's like, every one of you is a fucking middle-aged white dude. Pretty much. Most of them. Or they're Italian or Hispanic. And and, 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 and very likely have a Trump 2020 fucking banner on their Facebook. Probably. Anyway, we're not going to get into politics right now nope. because life sucks enough as it is. I was going to say, I've got a political This is an excuse. Yeah, yeah. If you want to listen to politics and Jason rant about them, uh, I invite you to look up Sprinkle of Ginger on Anchor. Go ahead. Next up, we had Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, I didn't really catch the majority of this match. It was, um, it was good. It was just there to. Sh- it was really there to put private party, like just show people private party. Really, I mean. Yeah, I would love to see private party against the street profits. That would be dope. That'd be nice. Okay. Yeah, once they get cut, once the once the main roster call up just fizzles out like everything else, then they end up in AEW anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, in case you hadn't heard today, Casey Canton Zero, a.k.a. Mrs. Ricochet, requested her release. Um, interesting. And also, uh, AEW's Smiley Kylie Ray has requested her release and retired yeah. from wrestling. That's just kind of sad. Yeah. It really is. I really well, liked her know. character. Me too. I mean, it was just the same kind of cute, lowly thing that's been going on the last, you know, seven, eight years. But, yeah. you, know, you know, it's like... It's sad whenever you hear something like that about any young wrestler. I mean, especially, I mean, she's, what, she's like in her 20s, maybe? She's, yeah. she's pretty young, you know, but apparently it's an injury thing and also a depression thing, so, you know, that's sad. I hope she gets some help about that. As far as the Katie thing goes, it's uh, interesting because Ricochet is still there. So you wonder, you know, what it was that made her make the decision that she made. Yeah. It's very interesting and in what it means for Ricochet's future. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, I, from my tell, she wasn't being misused or anything in NXT. Well, I mean, it's pretty much exactly what it should really be. being used that really much either, though. I feel like it, it was that she wasn't being used at all. Yeah, I mean, I rarely saw her. I haven't seen her on WWE programming since Royal Rumble. Well, she, she was doing an injury, though, wasn't she? Maybe. Maybe. I, I hadn't heard that, but that's possible. Yeah. Um, I know that, like... Who was it that Chelsea Green broke her hand in her first match? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, next we had SoCal Uncensored versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Let's all be real clear about this: Marco Stunt is only in this match to take the pinfall. Yeah. But, all right. I mean, I still enjoyed enjoyed it. It wasn't a bad match, and Marco Stunt for being, you know, the maybe the tiniest, least muscular human being to ever be in a wrestling match. He's entertaining. It, yeah, it, it I worked. have to remind people I'm like the oddities were a fucking thing, all right? Like, so you know what? Marco stunts not that far off. 
from something like that, or the job squat. You know what I mean? Really? Like, do I have to remind people of WWE's fucking lowball, <laughs> dumb shit that they came out with? Is Marco's, except for Marco's stunts, fucking kind of funny and a little entertaining. Did you, David, see the footage of Marco's stunt climbing up on top of a fucking high school basketball gym's basketball hoop and jumping off? I mean, that's, that's, I mean, by modern standards, when you have, like, John Zandick jumping off of buildings through, you know, plates of glass while holding somebody in a power driver's situation, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever, but... Well, the most exciting part of that was just uh, whether or not the rim was actually going to hold his weight. Yeah. I mean, standing on it. Sure, Shaq can, you know, hang on it and all that, but, I mean, we're talking about a basket. Anyway, yeah, I digress. It doesn't matter. Um, next we had the Cracker Barrel uh, Clash. Darby Allen, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc. I see a lot of people ripping on AEW because uh, when Darby came out, it said Jimmy Havoc. And let's, let's just not act like WWE hasn't put the wrong name up on the fucking Chiron. Seriously, are you guys, like, the fact it's that... Nitpicky. Even, it's nitpicky. It's very no, nitpicky. WWE stands fucking getting finger blasted by Vince McMahon going oh well you're doing this that was the majority of what Facebook does <coughs> today um I got in way too many arguments today guys I saw a few of them and then I like I made a few comments and I was like you know what I'm done I'm like I'm not gonna deal with these fucking retards it, it, it just blows my mind that they don't seem to understand biz- the business like you just it blows my fucking mind I mean, there's a reason New Japan paid him the money they did for fucking two Wrestle Kingdom appearances. He's going to bring eyes. Anyways, we'll get into that. No, no, I'm just... Jared's talking about how he doesn't get Orange Cassidy. And I'm like... Uh, I'm not going to do that. Do you not get that he works fucking extremely hard to make everything look effortless? Yes. Do you think he's just doing that? Like, just, it's easy to... No! There's this thing with him and Gangrel that's out there. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what, Jay, that's what Jared was commenting on. Uh, he's saying he's beginning to think that he hates comedy wrestling and that he's uh, Jim Cornette-ish, and it's like... Oh, God. Bro, did you see who got the biggest pop of the evening? Yeah, it was Orange Cassidy. Anyway, I digress yet again. Uh, the match was really good. Hangman's horse got a pretty big pop. Well, yeah, it did. But uh, the Havoc, Allen, um, Janela match, I think for me the spot of the match Fuck. was uh, when uh, Havoc flipped Janela off of the top rope. Yeah. And Janela landed sitting in his chair. That fucking smirk and shit had me rolling. I think he surprised himself on that one. Yeah, I think he did too. And um, also just i loved this the skateboard spot man that shit looked so brutal with the fucking his back out that, that that the, the thumbtacks on it and shit yeah. that was pretty rough david how'd you feel about that match that was cool i mean very violent spots as usual kind of what i expected from it um you know probably expecting a little bit more blood but it's, it's fine uh it, you know it, it was it was exactly what i thought as far as the criticism of the whole Cracker Barrel thing. You know, I mean, it, it is a business situation. They're just trying to get some sponsorship help in. With that said, I can't say I can't remember, you know, like WCW doing like a, I don't know, a, a box of, of bag around a pole match. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, well, so I mean, you could you might actually be more likely to see that today, but it's blue chew. I mean, I like the Darby Allen spot with the Cracker Barrel. That was pretty dope. I mean, even though he missed brutal. the first one. Yeah, that was pretty brutal, but it looked I mean, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. So, you know. Yeah, I enjoyed that match thoroughly. Uh our friend Pete, who is not a wrestling fan, was won over by that match in particular. Jim Cornette thought about it. I mean, oh, uh, we'll hear about it tomorrow. I guarantee fucking to you. He probably would rather have somebody fuck or finger blast him with fucking raped with sharded glass and them. I wonder if like he's ever seen a match that just made him so angry that it gave him a full on erection. Did you ever hear about probably. the time that he uh, he slapped Santino Morella for laughing at the boogeyman in developmental? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that story many times. It's, I love uh, that story. You know, I, 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 I think it's funny that Santino Morella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not really a fan of his at all, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I mean, uh, to, of anybody to laugh at a goofy gimmick, you motherfucking wore a snake on mm, your hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Santino, to me, I mean, I never got him, period. I never understood why they hired him. He was undersized. He was marginally entertaining. Good on the mic. That's about it. Not really an amazing wrestler. I mean, it was just... It's like, why did you bring this small Italian man in? Yeah, why did they have him win the battle, Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania 25? I never really understood him in general. He was kind of like... like I feel like he was just kind of the, the modern-day doink. Pretty much. Just without makeup? Very, very avant-garde. Mm-hmm. And no mirrors. Well, can't say he's near as decent wrestler because there's about four different doinks. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, it depends on which doink variation. Yeah, I was say the original doink was a decent wrestler. Yeah, Matt Bourne was solid. For that, you know, it just varies. But, but uh, yeah, Santino Morella just never, never dug him whatsoever. All right, David, let's transition quick. We'll get you your thoughts on Omega versus Pac first, and then we'll get me and me and Jason's. Yeah, so I, you know, obviously a great match. I'm actually fine with Pac uh, winning the way he did because going forward, Pac looks like he's going to be, I think he's going to be a major part of the promotion. Uh, the whole Dragon Gate thing, him losing that belt over there now, uh, it's kind of frees him up to be a bit more open to what he will and won't do with other promotions. Right. So I think going forward, it probably was a great idea to, you know, to have him come in there and beat your biggest star right away just because it you know, gets him over as yes he's a fucking kill for us now they need it they need another star over there so I'm, I'm cool with it I think the, the Kenny Omega losses are going to lead to him uh, turning back to the cleaner and going on just a vicious fucking just destroy just destruction it's going to be like this warrior like path thing he's going to have to you know it's going to be I think it's going to be good storytelling um, especially for TV, and you know what, Kenny's someone who can take the losses and be okay. Um, especially against someone like Pac, and it was a, it, it was shocking, and it was it got people talking. Yeah, and it got it made Pac look super fucking strong, like it just a, a don't fuck with heel. And then you see that clip of him talking shit to Hangman after the pay per view. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we're gonna get that match, which we already knew we would. But it's just, he's, Pac's an underrated heel right now. He definitely is. And I think him on national television, people are going to really see how good of a heel he can be. 
I think so. Um, plus, the more you have quote-unquote ex-WWE guys, you, you piss off the fucking stand some more. And, yeah, you give us more content. You really do. You make it easy for us. Thank you. And then, I mean, especially, like, as a replacement match, like, they couldn't have done a better job just setting this Yeah, up. no, I mean, that... I... I... I struggle to not... I don't like to say this, but I feel like that's actually better than what you, you would have got out of Mox and Omega. In terms of, like, quality wrestling, yeah. We would have yeah. got, gotten a brawl with Omega and Moxley. It would have been Jer Jericho Mox uh, or Jericho Omega esque, like the NJPW right. match. Um, it would have more resembled that. Uh, but this Pac him match was just pure beautiful wrestling. It was just it was just fucking great. I enjoyed I, it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the finish had me floored, and that's yep. what I want out yeah. of a show. I don't want to get everything I expect. Yeah, they they surprised me on that one, and I was happy with it. You know, and they still protect the one wing angel as always because Kenny didn't hit it. So you know, cool. All right, you know what I didn't enjoy? Um, I can honestly say for me the low light of the show, and it, I mean that's not saying it was a bad match. It just I didn't I didn't enjoy it that much, and that was the Dark Order. Oh, see, I didn't mind and the best dark friends. I didn't mind it. I just. I'm not uh, one of those people that hate the Dark Order, but I'm just sort of wait and see still. I, I think it's great. I think it's totally fucking gay as shit, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Evil Uno fucking kills me. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's ridiculous. It's 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 just awesome. I don't I don't know why. I don't know why. I can't explain why it's fucking great. It's just it's great. David. No, I mean, I, I put a lot of negative stuff online about that match myself. <laughs> I just want the gimmick in general, dude. Um, you know, I give it a little time. It's uh, That's where a match. Yeah, match could have been better. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't a perfect match, but it wasn't, like, terrible. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it wasn't fucking terrible. It's just, yeah, it was definitely probably maybe the low light. I would say it was more like the show, even. I mean, because when that battle royal was just thrown together yeah, for the sake of having it. Yeah, I would say the Battle Royal probably was the low light. And it always is on these kind of shows. You know, when we have yeah. a random Battle Royal just for the sake of getting people on, it's going to be the low light. But, you know, I think it, but yeah, it was... I think eventually yeah, it, it'll phase out the Battle Royal as long as it's one... They'll, they'll probably do it like once a year maybe or something. Yeah, I mean, do it at your April show. That's kind of what you set up with the first casino, casino battle. thing, yeah. And I think it should stay in as, with the Vegas show. Like it, and then, of course, you're going to get the WWE mark saying, well, they're just ripping off the Royal Rumble. So? Yeah, there yeah, they are. You know how much shit WWE uh, ripped off with from the territories in the 80s? You really want to go down this fucking conversation? Well, how about they just straight put the territories out of business? Well, there's that, too. They just, went, they just went, oh, so it's just unspoken that we don't work in your territory, but we totally can, and there's really nothing you can do about it? Yep. Cool. Anyway. Yeah, the level of autism I deal with on a daily basis in these wrestling groups is just kind of... It's gotten to a point where it's like, you know, it's not worth it anymore. I'm just going to watch it because uh, it's, it's... it's People are just so fucking stupid, man. It's like... It, it, they feel personally attacked just for the fact that there is, in fact, another promotion out there. 
Well, and the problem yeah. is that if for every fucker that is that way, you've got two trolls that are making it seem that they're that way just to get a rise out of everybody. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, it's like Trent Beretta's little uh, post about you know AEW fans and WWE fans, and it's just like I said something about it too. I'm like, this is fucking. I'm like, I, I said. Maybe I'm just old now, I guess, but I remember a time where I was watching WCW and WWE and ECW when I could get my fucking hands on it. Um, so, like, I, I didn't remember wanting both companies to fucking die. Like, no, I, I wanted just, that Monday Night War to go on forever. Yeah. And then and that, it was sad to me when WCW became unwatchable. Yeah, it, it really did. Especially because, you know, it, WWE is not all... Even during its best years, it still had months where it was just kind of down. So you know that's where another promotion comes in. You know, a good promotion comes in handy because they can pick up the slack, or there's just another option. It's just good to have multiple fucking options, and I think WWE's had the monopoly long enough. <coughs> Boy, you know, um, there's a lot of monopolyism going on. Oh, in this the, country, in the yeah, country. This, yeah, we, for yeah. a country with antitrust laws. We sure have a lot of trust. <laughs> a lot of monopolies. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's a it's a joke at this point. Amazon. <coughs> Excuse me. God, I'm so See, Amazon stuck. didn't pay any taxes last year. Woo! Anyway, Rio versus Hikira Shida? Haku, this was good. Ha Hikaru Shida. <laughs> Rio versus Hakuru Shida. Yeah. Look, I'm not Japanese. <laughs> do you, hey, do you guys know that at one point I was contacted by a... Uh, that was funny. Okay, her name is Bonnie Maxwell. She wrestled in TNA. I forget what name she wrestled under. I forget, too. But that sounds familiar. Hold on, let me see. Because I got a DM from her one day. Um, and it was the first time like an actual legitimate wrestler had DM'd me. And I was like, oh my god, Bonnie Maxson. She wrestled under the name Rain. In TNA, Rain. Anyway, she she sends me a DM and says, uh, I understand that you can do commentary in Japanese for wrestling. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, no. 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 No, I can't, but I'd be, but I'd be willing to try. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're willing to teach me, I'm willing to try. If you're willing to pay me I'll... to put in the attempt, and I can put it on my resume, let's do this. I'll move to Hawaii. Just start, just start throwing random. Bonsai! Okay. <laughs> I mean, why not? They made Yokozuna, who's Guamani in fucking Japanese. Yeah, so. uh, he looks Samoan. a bit closer to Japanese. Samoan, than I do, thank folks. you. Sorry, but no, he's Guamanian though. Like. So anyway, Rio versus Shida. This was a fun match, but boy is Rio tiny. Man, she is a small little thing. Yeah. Little tiny thing. And then they're putting her up against the second biggest woman in the. Is it weird company. that she reminds me of a hooker I got in Thailand? Yes, it is. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> One of Jason's magical hookers in Thailand stories. <laughs> Not all of them involve. Lady boys, uh, not all of yeah, them. Yeah, no, no, no. The lady boy my buddy got was only the one night, and you know. Anyway, this match got an A minus. <laughs> I would give it like a B. I'm just gonna say this: the, the, this this women's title match is gonna go one of two ways. Nyla is either going to squash, which I don't see them doing to Rio. I think Rio's gonna win it. I think Rio is going to find a way to win it. 
I just find it weird that they're not putting Britt Baker into that you know initial spot. But I think they you know I could really see them putting that belt on Nyla just to stick it to all the fucking um, you know challenge masculinity on the internet. Oh yeah, dude. People are losing their shit over her winning the Casino Battle Royal. It's 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 amusing. Wow. Okay, we're moving on. Cody versus Shane, uh, Sean Spears. This was good. Cody, okay, first of all, I gotta say, Cody, I love you. If you're gonna do pyro, please leave Pharaoh in the back. Yeah. That poor dog was fucking terrified. Oh, dude. It, well, Tony Khan talked about it afterwards. Yeah, don't, don't do that again. No, I mean, no. dogs are freaked out on Brand- 4th of July when they're nowhere near the fireworks. That dog was next to them. Brandy was pissed, too, for what I heard, too. So, so yeah. That won't happen again. I, I assume it's not going to, but I feel like we, we would be amiss if we didn't mention it. Yeah, no, I, I saw it, too, and I, was, I just was like, oh, my God, that poor dog. So he chooses MJF. Um, David, did you notice a lot of um, seed planting in this match? Because I feel like I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is you're going to have people online complaining about how Curry keeps putting himself on or over on his own shows, which, yeah, I can see. You know I mean? You can debate whether he needed to win this match or not. Um, you know, Sean Spears' first real big match in the promotion, you, know, you, you make the case that maybe he should have won just to kind of, you know, get himself over. But on the other hand, though, I mean, he just came from, you know, WWE where he, you know, I mean, say what it is, a little bigger stage than AEW at this point. Some people kind of know who he is. So, I mean, maybe... He, that's, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a tricky situation with that. That's another critique I've heard of the show, you know, and kind of AEW so far in general is that, hey, Cody doesn't really lose, does he? Well, He's only had three matches. Yeah, but and they've and they've bit and one of them was a draw against Darby Allen, and he beat Dustin, which again I don't, ca- I, you know, it's not a big. He deal. had to beat Dustin. Yeah, there was no um, point for Dustin to win that no, match. No, no. and. <laughs> and then, yeah, he beat Nick Aldis, but he lost the belt two months later, three months yeah, later. But that, does that even, I mean, yeah, it counts, but we all know that was a glorified ROH show. Yeah. ROH produced it, ROH filmed it, ROH did we everything. watched it on ROH's streaming service. I mean, that was a bona fide ROH show because it didn't have a fucking company yet. Yeah. But still, uh, this match got a D-plus from Bleacher Report. Do you guys feel like that's a fair grade? No. No. Not David, that might have been a bit much. I'd say a bit much. I think I, maybe a C would be fine. I would say C plus. It was still watchable. It was still enjoyable. It was good. I liked seeing M- MJF made a lot of mental errors that I think will cost him with Cody later. I was going to say the match definitely felt like the setup for MJF. Not to mention Cody. one of my biggest pops of the night, Arn Anderson. And I don't care oh, what you yeah. had to say about oh, you just pop over the old guys. No, I popped over a lot of things. Orange Cassidy's fucking thing was brilliant. Yeah. But Arn fucking Arn. coming down to the ring and throwing down a gorgeous spine buster. A goddamn beautiful spine buster. I mean, that man, doesn't matter how fucking old he gets, it's just goddamn a thing of beauty. It really is. But yeah, wait, he's going to go in the back and crush a six-pack within minutes. <laughs> with minutes. As <laughs> it fucking should be. Uh, by the place. way, on a more somber note, uh, it did come out early Saturday that... Uh, uh, Dean Malenko admitted that he is suffering from Parkinson's. That's really sad. Um, so that's a bummer, and I hate I to do that. Like that. Huh? I was going to figure it was something like that going on with him. He just seems so frail. Well, yeah, and he doesn't get on camera much at all. And no. 
it makes sense, but I'm glad he's still working and doing something he enjoys, and he's uh, in a company where they're obviously going to take care of him because he's fucking Uncle Dean at this point. Yeah. And I'm just glad he's got merchandise, so now he can still get he can get more money. Yeah, I will buy a Dean. I will buy a Dean Malenko shirt after hearing that. I almost said Dean Ambrose, everybody, and I know you heard it. And I wasn't gonna act like I didn't. I was just gonna let it go. Well, anyway. All right, David. I saw you. Uh, the few things I saw you say online today. One of them was about this ladder match. So you want to you want to take the lead on this one? Well, is he there? David, did we lose you? Well, anyway, there we uh, go. is pretty fucking epic. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was fucking brutal. Touching people. Uh, it's pretty much what you expect from a Young Bucks match at this point. Stole the show like it always fucking does. Yeah. Um, a couple spots that, you know, might lead to some serious problems down the line there for them physically. But hey, that's modern wrestling, right? My one thing that uh, I did kind of have a problem with was I saw a few spots that Matt Jackson did it or Nick Jackson did it, and then Ray Phoenix did the exact same spot like 30 seconds later. Yeah, it happened twice. Well, they're like the exact same wrestlers, okay? I mean, they're, they, they, they wrestle very similar styles. Very. But it, that's the thing. When people are like, oh, it's just a spot fest, and I'm like, okay, it's just a spot fest. It's a fucking ladder match, you dumb bastard. But is it not entertaining? Because... Pretty sure that was fucking entertaining. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry. Like, I'll, it was it was fantastic. Like, you didn't love that fucking match. You're fucking yeah, out I, of your mind. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I know David did. Jordan did. Which, this was Jordan's first time watching a live AEW pay-per-view. And she finally said, okay, I'm excited to watch the weekly shows. Only uh, Jim Cornette did not enjoy it. Oh, no, well... He probably... I can't wait to hear him bitch and cry and... Fucking piss his pants. Ah, he's blocked me. Fuck him. I mean, you can still listen to his podcast. I'm not going to listen to this shit. Alright. The next match is Jericho. Baby. Uh, Alright, first of all, let's start with this. Adam Page came out on a goddamn horse. Fuck yes, he did. Goddamn it. They're taking it a step further, guys. I think they could have taken that whole thing a step further. Well, now what they should have done here, come out on the horse... The horse need to have a full blown horse bite interaction. And 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 wrapping coming down the ramp behind the fully erect horse and hangman is little Nas X wrapping yep. uh, Old Town Road. Yep, and of course, you know, Hangman should have completed his look, you know, keep the cowboy hat and the uh, bandana around his face. Not fully also new. should have prolong a sequence tape. Uh, you know, possibly a Johnny B. Bad like sparkle shooting gun shaped like a penis. I mean, that feels more like a Joey Ryan gimmick to me. No, well, that's why they probably didn't do it. But you know what? <laughs> I thought that would been that been a great, great moment. You know, like Triple H always has his epic entrances with just the Terminator dressed like you know, fucking uh, hurt. You know, who was it? Fucking um, Conan, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Conan shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we, we can, I mean I think we should make uh, Hangman Page should make it a thing of just coming out looking progressively gayer every show. <laughs> just progressively just this push envelope as far as it can possibly go every major show until people start to question, you know what? What's this point he's trying to make here? Maybe they call him Hangman for a reason. <laughs> so yeah. I mean yeah, exactly. It's it's double thing, see? I mean, <laughs> You know, he can, he can also apply. He can also appeal to the gay community. Exactly. Oh God. So I 
fucking dug this match. I liked it. I thought um, it was good. And I, I, I will admit, I wanted Hangman to win, but I am glad that Jericho won. Same. Well, that was the right guy. Yeah, uh, and the way it went down was even better. And you know what? Hangman you know, sold the Judas effect, which, you know, hey, I mean, Jericho... That Judas effect looked great. It, it looked really great. looked like he caught him off guard with it. It yeah, really it did. did. It, was a good, it, it was a good finish, and the belt is just goddamn gorgeous. The it, thing is massive as fuck. It looks so good. I fucking love it. And it looks beautiful on Jericho. And, like I said, I, I enjoyed the match, and I'm very... Very interested to see who he faces next, and I think going into the TV show, he just like you said, it, it, he's just the logical choice. He's the biggest name in the company, and we're gonna go we're, like we're gonna jump into Billy right now, and we're gonna go into why he is uh, in fucking detail because of how many of these posts are about Chris Jericho. Oh God. Okay. Hey, I, love, I like Kingman Page. I'm not really sure. I, I get what they're doing here. I kind of feel as if he was just kind of the biggest name they could put in that spot to take the ball without, you know, wasting a spot, you know, for Kenny or Cody down yeah, the line. Yeah, but then, it, again, it was also, like, it wasn't detrimental to Hangman's career. No. It was a fucking plus in his career, just like uh, Buddy Murphy and Roman Reigns two weeks ago on Raw. Jericho, yeah, you know, exactly. made him look great. And... It showed that, if anything, it showed that Hangman belongs in the main event oh, scene. Let's all let's all not pretend like Hangman didn't carry that match. Yeah, he looked fucking good. Hangman looked good in the match, and I just I, I don't know. I just like I said, I think it, you know, if anything, it's the slow babyface build with him, and I think it'll be better that if he does get a title run, it's you know, it's a year from now. Um, I think someone like Omega needs to get the belt first. But, but that's the thing with Jericho getting the it probably is the ultimate build-up deal here. I don't know when they're going to do that, but clearly that's you know going to be their big you know match, their big you know, kind of highlight match, so to speak, of the first year of AEW. I think is going to be an Omega Jericho blog. I just don't know when they're going to do it. Well, it'll be Omega Jericho three, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's going to be the big thing. It's just a matter of you know how long do you build up to it, and when do you do it. But I mean clearly that's the next phase. But between now and then, you know who do you match Jericho up with, and who do you match Omega up with? I mean I think Omega. I mean it seemed like Neville was was kind of inserting himself into a bunch of different uh, you know kind of feuds right now. So I'm not really sure what he does next. I mean I, I guess you could say said it. What was that? I think he's going to do Hangman Page. I mean, I saw the clip about him making, giving Hangman shit, <laughs> shit backstage after Hangman lost, so I think he's going to get the, the Hawk and Hangman Page match. <coughs> you could also argue, though, that Neville could be, you know, after beating Kenny Omega cleanly, could be the number one contender as well. Fair but, point. Fair point. I mean, yeah, then you can find something for... for you, you, you assume we're going to get a mid... A mid card title soon. Yeah, yeah. And I could see putting that on on page right away, building up some credibility, and then then yeah. going after Jericho. Yeah, I, I, I feel I, like Heyman. I feel like Heyman deserves some kind of a rematch, but maybe put Neville in, um, or Gosh, I thought Neville oh my God, in there. Imagine that three way. You know what we did? We skipped over. Hmm. LAX. We didn't mention LAX making their debut. 
Pissing off Donald Trump. Huh? Pissing off Donald Trump. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he did show up his bill in, in JFK. Or yeah. they did show up his bill putting in JFK. And they got me good because I would try to rack my brain because I knew it was going to be a big-name tag team. It was obviously... And I felt so stupid and that I didn't too. think of LAX. I like, I just saw that their contracts were expired and it just didn't even... By the way, whatever they're going to call themselves, I believe they hinted at Bariquas. Nah. Uh, or they were just doing that because they're, uh, they're Puerto Rican. I don't know, because they can't use LAX because it's still owned by TNA. Yeah. Impact. Whatever you want to call it. It's Impact. Don't call it TNA. I made a mistake. Moving on. Um, no, that was fantastic. I fucking... I definitely popped for that. Yeah. That is a huge... Huge get for their tag or for their tag team division. Dude, they have the, the best tag division right now. Okay, especially the way WWE's booking their. Well, WWE could have a comparable one if they. I don't know. They, use AOP and some guys like and that. If they got titles that didn't look like fucking shining nickels. You know, get, uh, what I would do if I was them is when Jeff's healthy, put him and Matt back together one last time and have them start putting people over. Yeah. Have those two start putting people over. Cause I'm, I know, I know they want to. I know I can just feel they want to try and get one more title run out of Jeff. He just can't stay healthy yeah. or out of trouble. Out of trouble. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna give Jeff another chance. All right. This is not an AEW pod. Or yeah. This is an AEW uh, podcast, not a WWE podcast. We'll talk about that later. Tremperetta tweets. Make sure you pick a side, AEW or WWE, and be unreasonably mean on the internet to anyone who's not on your side. And it'll make you feel real good. Yep. That's 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 a good summary of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I've seen a lot of women getting attacked lately for their opinions about wrestling. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. If I'm around a male and I see them talking to a woman like that, I'm going to slap you across your fucking face. I'm not going to punch you. I'm going to slap you. Because you're a bitch talking to a woman like that about fucking her opinion on wrestling, which yours isn't that much more important. So shut the fuck up. Like She's allowed to voice it just like we are. I mean, you don't have to like it. No, that's why Jordan doesn't post a lot. She just likes posts. Cause she, she's like, I don't feel comfortable, you know, expressing an opinion on wrestling at this point. Because she's new to watching, and then, like, you know. The tro- wrestling trolls are fucking retarded. Even though we don't really have those in our fucking uh, Facebook group, luckily. Yeah, uh, uh, we definitely We have some don't. solid people, like yeah. Nick Krim. Shout out, Nick. You, you, yep. you, 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 you're a good dude. Um, okay. This, oh, Billy says... I find it amusing that so many people gripe about getting ex-WWE guys in AEW. Thank God these fans didn't exist in the territory days where a guy would go to six, seven, ten plus promotions. Right. People's heads would literally explode. Yeah. I want that, guys. I want, I want a form of genocide. Yeah. At this point. There's just uh, some fucking dick out there. Extremists. Can we get rid of extremists to the right, to the left? Yeah, yeah. It's just autism, guys. It's autism. It's autism. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> definitely. Definitely. I, I, I constantly refer back to what you've said. All right. Billy says, There's a difference between booking a veteran wrestler to win the same championship over and over again over new talent and booking a veteran wrestler to win a new championship and a new promotion, especially if you become the inaugural champion. So it would make le- it would make sense 
to book a legendary athlete who's not only far more popular than his opponent, but can also re still wrestle while competing for the first ever major championship in said new promotion. That's why you don't see some people, including me, getting upset about Chris Jericho becoming the first ever AEW champion. By the way, I don't know when we let off with two out of three good billies. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's, that's about what I what I say. I mean, they're going to a national spotlight. They need the most recognizable name. And like I said, you may not love like, like all of Jericho's matches, but they're not bad. <coughs> Since he's left WWE, they've all been good. Even like I said, the moment Okada is my least favorite, but it wasn't bad. Also, calling uh, Jericho or classifying him as an ex-WWE guy is a major disrespect to the man's career. Seriously, he spent over a decade there, and he's the first undisputed champion. I don't give yeah, a shit not, how they booked it. He's not just an ex-WWE guy. He wrestled in Japan. He yeah. wrestled in Canada. He wrestled in fucking Smoky Mountain. He wrestled in WCW. He wrestled in ECW. Yeah. He wrestled in Mexico. Yep. And he was a champion in just about every one of those places. Mm. The guy's a journeyman, not an ex-WWE guy. Yeah, he's going to go down as one of the goats. I don't care what anybody says. Anyway. Billy says, If WWE put the title on a 40-year-old today, it would be, Push the younger stars! And here's my problem. Is these people like this guy, if, if, they, if they had put the belt on fucking Paige last night, he would be saying, Why are you putting the belt on somebody nobody's ever heard of? Jericho's a bigger name. I mean, we could be making the same argument we're making. And it just, like I said, it's going to be a bigger deal when Jericho drops the title to whoever he drops it to. And it's probably going to be someone like a, of, you know, Paige's caliber. You know, it could be Jericho, or it could be Omega at their third bout. But it also could be before, you know, I, I, mean, I think they're going to let Jericho go on a run with it, frankly. Um... It'll be interesting to see what they do. And I, like I said, I, I think his promo work is fucking gold lately. So, it just, I don't know. I, I think a lot of these people are just, they're bitching, just a bitch. David? Please don't cause shit. That's basically what's going on online. I got another one here. Billy says, remember how fans bitched about Brock Lesnar winning the money in the bank without being in the match? Now we have Chris Jericho as AEW champion when Jericho is older and a part-timer like Lesnar. I... He's a part-timer, for fuck's sake. Wait a second. Okay, hold on. How can you classify Jericho as a part-timer when he showed up at almost every AEW televised event they've had? He has, and also, he was booked in the match! Yeah. We bitched about Lesnar because he wasn't booked in the match. He just showed up. Yeah, at the last fucking second. <sighs> Sorry for yelling. No, it was fucking <laughs> stupid. I agree. Like I've just, I've just had to mentally check. Like David, I'm with David on this one. I've mentally checked out with these fucking idiots. Yeah, I'm the one who's dealing with because I gotta aggravate. aggravate I, well, I, I already got, I got, I put on a Twitter timeout for like eleven hours, like two days ago, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm like, I'm fucking done with these goddamn retards. I'm not gonna fucking argue anymore. I'm not gonna say shit, because Twitter just flags me every fucking time, and I'm done getting flagged for arguing with these goddamn morons. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, 
I can't add anything to that. Uh, You're fucking yeah. just no. I, I constantly have said it almost on every other episode. You know when David that you said this and it's genius. You know I swear every wrestling fan has some form is, is autistic in some manner. Is some is, yeah is autistic in some manners. We just God. Ugh. Especially because, oh, like yeah. I said, it just it makes more fucking sense. Especially with the heel going into the show, it makes more compelling television. It's just going to be better. Totally. All right, Billy says, So the triple threat with Havoc, Allen, and Janela was called the Cracker Barrel Clash. There were Cracker Barrel logos on the barrels, so obviously Cracker Barrel signed off on that. No shit, Do you Sherlock. think they regret putting their name on a match... Laughing my ass off. On that match, LMAO, uh, lettuce, mayo, and onions. It was a great match, but for Cracker Barrel? Um, David, Jason, what is this, the fourth, fifth show that they... Yeah, they, the Bucks have been, like, posting about them and Cracker Barrel and BT, on BTE for fucking ever I now. I think Cracker Barrel knows what they've gotten into. Yeah, and, they're uh, very aware. They, they don't seem to have and, any fucking um, problem. If anything, they've seen a massive uptick in sales because of the publicity. So... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like an ongoing thing at this point. You know, it's like, you know, Cracker Barrel, what the fuck? But at the same time, it's like, you know, I mean, it works out. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny at the same time. I'm sure they get money for putting that shit out there. So I like it. It's it, it's like you said. It's funny, and it's a little bit like. And it was that the the match was on a good place in the card, so you know, it it, it really just helped the card. And they did nicely. a great job of incorporating the barrels. Yeah. Those fucking things, they don't have much give. Dude, I tell you what, people are going to talk about that Darby Allen spot for a very long time. Right, that barrel spot was fucking dope. I mean, it looked brutal, but it was dope. And then, uh, I don't know, I just think people are just trying to bitch about AEW before it's even gotten on television because they're just some of these fans who don't realize wrestling is, you know, a show and that. They, they got to tell stories. Yeah. You know, I know you're not used to WWE telling coherent, concise stories that have some continuity, but I, I can tell AEW that's one thing they're going to focus on is continuity and continued storytelling. They're not going to forget some shit or book something. Like, I, I, I David, I was bitching about this, the fucking... About Matt at SummerSlam, the Kofi Kingston and fucking Randy Orton match, they literally booked Samoa Joe and fucking AJ Styles the year before the same fucking way. It wasn't way. even the year before; it was earlier in the same year. No, it was the early year before. It was at SummerSlam, the year before. But they, when they were doing the, the 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 AJ Styles family thing, yeah, that was okay. That well, that, that felt like it was the same year. Yeah, well, no, it was so soon that it didn't even feel like that's last my, year. Well, that's the point. It's like it, it, two years in a row, they literally do DQ the WWE Championship in almost the same fashion. The the face loses it because the heels talking shit about the person's family or or taunting the person's family. Sure, it was slightly different, I feel but like it was it's almost done like, a little bit better. It because, was because nothing AJ Styles does is believable. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't done that great. With I it. shouldn't say nothing, but 
in that storyline, AJ just he's too PG to get angry enough. Yeah, he's much. I think AJ's much better as a heel. What he's doing right now, he's, he he works much better that way. Yeah, it uh, would have been better if they didn't take his fucking cronies' titles away. But yeah, that's fucking stupid. Maybe they'll get them back though. Again, we're not talking WWE tonight. Yeah, sorry, but I just it's just these fans are the ones that are fucking bitching about AEW the most, and that are being overly critical or, or dissected every like aspect of it, and just. People bitching about Jericho being champion. Like, who cares how old he is if the match quality is good? Like, one thing I've constantly pointed out about Lesnar is that his match matches as a whole, when he's put up against somebody that he cares to work with, they're fucking good matches. <coughs> so, you know, that's the only issue I have with Lesnar was his lack of showing up. And that's uh, the thing, like David said, calling, calling Jericho a part-timer at this point, it's like... He's been at every show. Yeah. It's, it's. All right. Uh, Billy says, can we finally agree that Hangman Page isn't close to being a top guy? No. No. No, we can't agree because I watched the match. Yeah. David? Look, he's not there yet, but he's on the way there. I mean, this was the right spot for him. You know, he obviously shouldn't be the first... AEW champion, but it clearly it was fine to put him in that situation with Chris Jericho, the biggest star in the company. It did a lot for his career. Hopefully, we can become that. Yeah. I, yeah. It's just everybody wants to shit on everything anymore. Yeah, they just don't want to let see where it goes, and I I just think this is going to be brilliant. It's going to be great TV because Jericho as a heel is fucking awesome, and now he's he's just. I think he's putting out some of his best work, personally. Um, not in just match quality, promo-wise. Every time he's on a mic, he's fucking hilarious. Or he's just he's just an asshole, and it's fucking great. I mean, like I said, that MJF fucking uh, Jericho podcast is like one of the best things, you, best hour and like five minutes you'll ever listen to. It's Fantastic. Yeah, David, if you haven't listened to the Jericho uh, with MJF, it's basically an hour-long promo for MJF. It is so fucking good. Awesome. Yeah, you give it a listen. Um, my favorite line from that whole thing was uh, MJF uh, telling Chris Jericho he reminded him of a young him. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And Jericho just sort of rolling with it. Yeah. It was fucking great. And then at the end, they start arguing and fighting, and it's just... It's great. I love it. it it's MJF is my favorite character in uh, AEW. He's the, he's the best heel in the business right now. And he's only 22. I mean... Good the, fucking lord. Yeah, he, he's, he's definitely the best heel out there right now. I mean, he's just so good at getting people to hate his guts. All right, you guys ready for some more... Um, Negativity? Sure. David, you ready for negativity? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there it is. Billy says this is going to be an unpopular opinion, which is probably Jason's favorite term on this entire podcast. Oh my god, I hate motherfuckers like this already. But Kenny Omega is not the greatest wrestler. He concentrates too much on making hand signals to the crowd and looking around with wild eyes. If that's what you like in a wrestler, then that's your prerogative. I'm just saying. 
Um, you're dumb. The part of that is either trolling. It must be most, most likely a troll, to be honest here. But in the event that it is actually what this person thinks, I want him dead. Yeah. You're a dumb son of a bitch. Just beat your head into a fucking wall until you are concussed. And you know what? Don't even stop there. Just keep going until you shatter your orbital face bone and then you bleed to death and your eyes just explode inside your skull. At the very least, stop watching wrestling. Yeah. Because I, I, I prior to the trilogy, as I call it, with Omega and Okada... I wouldn't have put anything on that level of Ric Flair and Steamboat. But those matches are. Alright. Um, just a second. Oh, we got Jake, Mom? Shh, you ruined it. We're going to interrupt this right now. Jake, Mom? Jake, Mom? I have David Downs here. David, would do you have a message for Jake, Mom? There's going to come a time where we're going to have to save your asshole, buddy. You're a 400-pound man with some kind of ICU planted in your deep inside your rectum. But you know what, buddy? We here at the IWC Nation podcast are here to help. He had, he had Vaseline waiting for us when we got there in Phoenix. Jake, Mom? I don't think he's... Uh, we're, still, we're still on that. <laughs> Alright, anyway, Jake Mom is going to stick around while we finish these old billies. Uh, just knowing that his asshole is simultaneously in danger, but safe in the long run. Saving the world, but endangering it. But I'm glad he's doing his thing out there in the Angeles of Los. That's it. Look, uh, look as long as we can uh, secure funding, okay, and a proper sponsorship deal... You know, uh, through various resources that we're working on right now, I think we'll be okay here, Jake Mom's asshole. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's been a long run, you know, and we're not lie, we're cutting it close. But you know what? It, it'll be okay, buddy. It'll yeah. be okay. And if not, you know, you can always go to Popeyes and get a chicken sandwich. Popeyes sucks. <laughs> Popeyes sucks. I don't know if you've been paying attention to uh, chicken sandwich news lately, Jake, but Popeyes ruling the world all of a sudden. Alright, you need to... Dude, people are fucking retarded. That's all I gotta say, is if... Just, Jesus Christ, like... Uh, I just can't even believe some of the shit I'm hearing happening about those fucking sandwiches. Alright, Billy says... I would have been more afraid of WWE's chances if Hangman won the title. Now, I know they are just going for the quick fix route and not paving the road for the future. Jericho is the wrong choice. I am confident the ratings will reflect as such. You're dumb. And David, I know you've you have encountered this guy in one of the Facebook groups we're in. Uh, I'm not going to say his name on the air. What is that, Matt? His initials are MR. Oh. Hmm. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Fucking moron. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. The guy goes on every post he can and posts long, wordy things to sound like he's smart. Yeah, he's a fucking retard. He, he, he truly is not a very intelligent yeah. man. Or he's just trolling the fuck out of people. 
you know, I mean, one way or another, better. again, I it just says dead. you have nothing better to do and nothing going on in your life. Your life is pathetic enough that you have to troll people and you get a rise out of it just to make yourself feel better. I mean, being an asshole is one thing and talking shit is one thing, but trolling people just because, like, some of these fucking fans do, they're just fucking, they're just dumb, obnoxious cunts. That guy in particular. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll say cunt as much as I like. Unfortunately, that does happen yeah, a lot here. Alright, a lot of these, like, I, I, I picked up a bunch of them, but it's very fucking repetitive. I mean, all the trash Jericho talked about Lesnar winning the Universal title at 42, so when it comes to shitty no- er, Okay, no, actually, I will read this one. I will read this one, because this one takes a little bit of a different edge. It says, uh, so when AEW's shitty buy numbers come out, can we all acknowledge that Jericho is nothing more than an overhyped mid-carder? Said that. <laughs> Another person from, uh, uh, from the group. Hold on. Look. He's another fucking moron. See, we have to put these fucking idiots on blast yeah. and publicly shame them for yeah. their fucking stupidity. I think we should publicly fucking shame these retards. All right, well, his name is Thomas. Thomas Grimm. He's a fucking moron. I think we, I think we should actually publicly ever week just put a list of the stupidest fucking brain dead. Should we just rank them every week? With yeah. names included. And who sucks on their mama's titty the top most? Top ten still? every week. Who sucks on their mom's titty still? Dude, if we did a top ten worst fa uh, Facebook wrestling fans, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if it's the PWI 500, except, you know, it'll be ten because, you know, yeah, fucking has to do 500. Nah, dude, so we many. could do 500, I'm just saying. I, I'm not going to do 500. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we could do a top 25 pretty realistically. Easily, oh, easy. I mean, we... I mean, dude, there's been there's been at least four guys. Okay, the first guy that we read... I've dealt five today. That right, Mark Roth is another one. Mark Roth was the first guy that, that uh, I didn't say his name online. Fuck it, we're, we're just going for it now. We're going for it. Okay, Mark Roth, he's been at least 10% of the fucking O'Billies that we've read on this fucking show. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not even kidding. Uh. He is a repeat offender. He is. He needs to man. never reproduce ever. So he's mentally handicapped. Like I, I almost feel bad that we're making fun of him now. Like, I don't want to make fun of mentally handicapped. No, no, people. no. He can articulate himself. Just what he's saying is retarded. So he's been beat over the head with the ugly stick. <sighs> There's another one from Smart Life. God. Jericho, almost fifty years old, and Arn Anderson and Tully, both in their sixties, were highlights of the AEW pay per view. Highlights. Tully Blanchard was just there. Yeah. Did they miss the hand. ladder match? Did they miss the, the, the Orange Cassidy pop? Hmm. What the fuck? Jake Mom has no clue what we're talking about at this point. Who said it? Joshua A. Bonds. Oh. Joshua A. Bonds, you are a fucking moron. Just fucking... Oh, burn your eyes out with a goddamn hot iron. By the way, since we're naming names at this point, um, which, by the way, uh, my my IWC Nation Facebook page is active in Smart Life. Um, Joshua A. Bonds was also the one that said, if you put a the title on a 48-year-old today, it would be, push the young stars. 
yeah, anyway. Uh. Okay, guys. That's enough yelling. David, do you have any final thoughts? Guys, happen to watch the uh, NXT UK show? Yeah. I, well, I need to watch the main event, Walter match, but that's yeah, it. I you know, I've been trying to fucking watch it the last 24 hours, but they haven't. <laughs> you know, after a live show, they'll go in and they'll cut it up into, you know, you know, spots in the show we can fast forward to. They haven't done that yet, no. so I've ha- I've had to actually go through the show and like fast forward things I didn't you know necessarily care to watch or whatever. But every time I've gotten close to the main event, the fucking the fucking system goes down. Okay, so David, we haven't brought you in to bitch about the network oh, since the change. God, it's so bad. Pain the ass, dude. They had it. It was fine the way it fucking was. And they, as usual, they, they can't leave you growing up alone, and they fuck it up. Yeah, no, the network right now is a piece of shit. I've been, if you listen to the last few episodes, that's one thing I have been bitching about. Every time I've tried to do anything on the network lately, it just fucking crashes. And I already bitched because you know I had on your fucking watch list, I had, a, I had all those nitros lined up with the fucking pay-per-views so I could watch them in unison, and then now the fucking watch list is gone. I'm like, what the fuck? Just like TV. Hang up, dude. Like, they, they really really shit the bed so hard that those sheets are going to have to go in the trash. The beds are going to have to be professionally cleaned. It's, to there's the corn it. in the diarrhea. There is corn in the diarrhea. There is major corn it, it, in that poop. It's, it's basically Jake Moe after tortilla night. <laughs> Jake? No. <laughs> Jake just said No. no. Fucking, no. Jake, I, mean, I, I gotta ask, you know, have you ever considered just flushing the ICU out, you know? Or IED, I'm sorry, ICU, that's something totally different. I, IED, we I just, tried, you know, yeah, every night, burrito night, hot sauce, you know, five or six beers, a bloody mirror or two, shit's gonna clog you right there, some coffee. I, I have done well. <laughs> you guys are both talking at the same time, and I'm fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Jake. If only you could. We have to get in the butthole. Oh, Jesus. Look, Jake. We're going up there, bro. We're going Dude, deep. Dave, he had a full thing of Vaseline waiting for us on the couch right next to him when we got there. I don't want that. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to be clear, we're not talking about sexually assaulting Jake Moe's asshole, we're talking about shrinking down to inner space size, like yeah, magic school bus size. Be clear about that. Yeah. There's no raping of Jake Moe going on here. No. Okay, this is a service to Jake Moe and mankind from the Russians. <laughs> I just realized I can add Jake Mo to this audio so we can actually hear their interactions instead of Jake being off my phone speaker and being inaudible. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jacob. Is he there? Is he? Hello, Jacob. I see Jacob. Look at that. Ah, there he is. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who Jacob is. Jake Mo. So Jake Mom, now that the the audience can actually hear you. 
How do you feel, buddy? Uh, well, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, why, you guys want me to say I'm feeling bad? I mean, nobody is intruding my anus because there's nothing there. No, there's <laughs> not going to be something very clear over there. Fifty you know, fucking times, dude. How many goddamn times? How many times over this? Do a fucking PowerPoint. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen Armageddon? Okay, it's based off their anus. And, and show you there's nothing there. We even got Bruce Willis. We even got Bruce Willis. <laughs> we got Bruce Willis, Jake. We can't. We can't put that. We can't Bruce. get the closet back. Bruce, good to see you again, sir. Where you at? Uh, he'll be here later. Yeah, he'll be here later. Shut up. Stupid! <laughs> all this, all these shenanigans about my anus. My anus has never been intruded, nor is it ever or will it be. God damn it! By the way, the normal, the normal IWC audience has no clue where we've gone with this. <laughs> Who cares? It's funny. Oh my no, maybe God. we'll spend an episode explaining the. Uh, yeah, well, there's a whole origin story to what we're talking about. David's been working on it tirelessly. tirelessly. We talked about it on the way to. Not seven, seven years now. No, when we went seven, seven years. Well, seven okay. years, David. When we went to Phoenix, we got to an episode. I know for a fact we talked about it then. Seven. Not seven miles an hour. Seven years. Yeah, it's kind of an evolved fan fiction about you know Jake Mom's asshole. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that's funny about it is David Downs always says about it, but it is fiction and it's mysterious fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, right? Mysterious. It might be in Comic Con. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but that's true. I mean, if we, had, dude, if we had an artist, we could make a serious graphic novel about it. Dude, oh, if you guys want to make a serious graphic novel about my asshole, I'm sorry. I mean, how funny oh, with that? Oh, Jake, it'll be graphic. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> bros, bros, I don't even want to see that. That's nasty. It, it, it'll, it'll make Game of Thrones look like fucking nothing. It'll, it'll make the works of fucking, you know, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit look like a bunch of fucking, uh, you know, fucking kindergarten shit. Now that David has put me on such a pedestal, go ahead. I love it, dude. I'm happy. Oh, oh, there'll be deep, you know, there'll be, you know. Well, I know it's going to be deep, dude. I know how you roll, oh, so that's fine. Shallow-seated. It's going to be shallow-seated. It's going to be deep-seated. I get that. I know. It's going to be uncomfortably deep. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, but now it's deep like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And, you know, and like every, you know, every every couple, every and once in a while in the book, we have a little moment where like you wake up from, you know, whatever we have you under, whatever kind of anesthesia we have you under, and you wake up like what the fuck? Ah! And then you just, you know, and then you just go to sleep and like, oh god, okay, that's what you're fucking doing. And the story continues as nothing happened. Yep. See, uh, for all you IWC listeners, this is the first time he tried to put me under, so I'm pretty sure this is going to be. Probably a hate crime. <laughs> no. It's a, mission, so, it's a mission to save the world. I mean, permission, permission granted. I mean, it depends where you, where you commit the crime. I mean, in Arizona, they're kind of, you know, kind of the more 
more racial side there. I was gonna say, don't, they still lynch pe- don't they still no. lynch people in fucking Arizona? Hey, oh no no hey, no no! They hey, just they just stick a big cast and put them in big outfits. <laughs> oh no, that's <laughs> Sheriff Joe Apara, uh, Arpaio. Yeah, yeah. Joe Arpaio. He's coming for the sheriff again. Yeah, he's a fucking. He should not be allowed. Okay, yeah. no, we're not getting into this right now. Yep. Oh not- come on, dude! Let's do drinks with Jake and Matt. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah, and also listening to a little sprinkle of ginger. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I'm probably going to do a new episode later on. Sheriff Joe Arpaio would be a great thing to talk about with a sprinkle of ginger. Oh, I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> no, it's great. He loves Sheriff Joe. There would be... No, no, he does not. But that's what I know that he hates. I love him. Oh, I, I hate that man with the passion. Dude, hey, guys, just real quick before you guys shut me off. Sheriff Joe put my 72-year-old grandmother in Sin City for a DUI. Can you still like him? Hey, 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 don't drink and drive, bitches. Yeah, I can't argue that. I can't argue that. My dog dog turned 70 in 19 days. If he drank and drove, put him in fucking, put him in Sin City. See, here's my thing. I'm all for people going to jail. I'm all for people going to jail. I'm not saying they need to be comfortable, but we don't need to be doing that shit either. I love, I love all you fuckers except for David Downs. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> My man. My man. All right, guys. That's where I'm going to cut us off. Uh, for the IWC Nation. Touching tips. For uh, our dear friend and part-time co-host David Downs. For our uh, dear... Um, Jake mom whose anus needs to be protected from IEDs. Fuck. Uh, so the world is saved. Guys, say goodbye. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. But I'm glad to be a subscriber. He is. Uh, I'd like you. to thank Jake mom for donating a dollar a month to the podcast. We, do. we love him. And Crystal. And Crystal, and Crystal. mom, of course. Love Can't both. forget both. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, please uh, like, subscribe, follow, do all the shit you need to do to do the do when it does. Uh Uh-huh. And with that, we're out. Hey, fucking money. You guys have enough money. Good money.